It's Friday the 11th of August and this is Demolition News Radio. Cantrack Global provides the only tracking device capable of operating on demolition equipment and attachments out of the box. Its super rugged design is fully waterproof and provides both equipment location and the ability to recover in the event of theft, something which is up 220% for attachments over 2016. Visit Cantrack.com or Google the Cantrack asset to find out more. I was interviewed yesterday by a reporter from Public Finance magazine who was trying, largely in vain, to get a handle on the likely costs of demolishing Grenfell Tower, the London Tower block where at least 80 people are known to have died in a horrific fire just a few weeks ago. I explained that I was just a journalist and that I don't actually price demolition work. I also tried to explain the potential challenges facing any demolition contractor selected to, to demolish this structure. Now obviously with most tower block demolition works you're effectively looking at three potential methods implosion, top down and high reach. Now the remains of Grenfell Tower are surrounded on all sides so an implosion seems highly unlikely. Given the severity of the fire there must be serious question marks over the integrity of the structure which also puts a large question mark against the use of a top down method. At 24 storeys and 67 metres in height the building, is in, the building is also at the very upper reaches of what is achievable using the high-reach excavators currently in circulation. DSM's new monster cat machine does have sufficient re at reach, but only just. And then of course there is the question of who would actually want to win the work in the first place. To me this seems like a double-edged sword. On the one hand, the ultimate demolition of the, of the most notorious tower block in the UK would be extremely high profile and would likely afford the chosen demolition, demolition contractor considerable exposure and an opportunity to effectively become a household name. But when demolition does take place it will do so under intense media and public scrutiny. And frankly, would you want to work in there? This show is brought to you by Hydroquip the UK's largest independent provider of on-site hose repairs. Call 0845 812 0212 for the 24-7 national call-out service. Or download the HydroQuip Job Manager app for iOS and Android devices from the App Store. What do Justin Timberlake, Brad Pitt, Keanu Reeves and the editor of Demolition News have in common? Well, thanks to all those that said boyish good looks, but the answer is actually, we've all had a stalker. For about a two-year period, I was the victim of an increasingly bizarre and increasingly worrying campaign of online threats and abuse from a disgruntled digger driver from the north of England. We had never met. In fact, we only met when I eventually took him to court, and yet he saw fit to target me for abuse and threats on Demolition News, on Twitter and on Facebook. And when I blocked him on all of those, he set about contacting our advertisers and threatening them too. What is ironic is, I was actually warned. When this individual first started leaving comments on Demolition News, and that facility is now switched off almost entirely because of the actions of this one guy, I got a call from a former colleague warning me that this individual had been banned from his website because of his behaviour. Stupidly, I chose to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Within weeks, I regretted that decision. He threatened me. 
and said he was going to get me an exhibition. And he then threatened to burn down the factory of another person that had left a comment on demolitionnews.com. As if that were bit... <coughs> as if that were not bizarre enough, when the police finally went to arrest him for his campaign against me, he sat his dog on them, and two police officers wound up requiring hospital treatment. In the end, I got a two-year restraining order against the a restraining order against the man in question. That two years has long since expired, and I've not heard from him in over a year. Who says being a journalist is glamorous? A couple of weeks ago, we shot a new video for Demolition TV. Um, we edited it and finished it, and we uploaded it more than a week ago. But to be honest, I've kept it unlisted ever since mainly because I couldn't decide whether it was just too negative to publish. The truth is, the film was prompted by several recent interviews and discussions with high-profile and, and lifelong demolition men, each of whom expressed, expressed a deep dissatisfaction with the industry as it exists today. So, for those guys, and for anybody else that's feeling a certain disquiet about the way the industry looks at the moment, we've put the video up. You can find it on demolitionnews.com. It's called Simply If. It's also on YouTube. If you follow us on Facebook, it's there as well. Uh, check it out, and, and probably more importantly, let us know what you think. It's not our usual upbeat, happy-go-lucky style of video. It's probably a little too brutally honest for its own good, but um, let us know what you think, and we'll see you in the next show. And thanks for listening, as ever. <laughs>